Jason's on the text line, 415-295-KFTC for 2020. Jack will start a meal with an appetizer. Joe will allow another realtor to feed his goldfish. <laughs> Sean will become clean cut. Nah. Marsha will not be replaced by a woman. I guess that's a mock, uh, mocking our uh, sausage fest that is the yeah, Armstrong and yeah, Getty Show. unfortunately. Michelangelo will become a daddy. Good Tr- Lord. Trump 2020 landslide, landslide win. I think that is certainly a possible prediction that comes true. And we find out Epstein didn't kill himself. I don't know. Mary and the Hose compiled all the band names we came up with uh, through the year, uh, among other things, including Sausalito Mudslide, my alt-country album. Um, and, and she also... <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like a drink. There's fatherless Male Elephants, <laughs> name of a band. Uh, she also compiled our albums and songs, uh, what we claimed were our original air names, and an, a complete list of things Jack has never done. How how is nor that had. How is that every year there's a list of things I've never done or had? Well, because you spout it proudly. <laughs> Have you tried to start doing things? <laughs> yes. How about you do something? <laughs> For instance, Jack has never had Nutella. True. Never been to Disneyland. Yes. Never seen a scratcher until Marshall showed him one. Correct. Never said the full word a hole. <laughs> That's true. Has never had flavored Oreos. Yep. Never had a meatloaf sandwich. True. What? Yep. Which is that's the king of sandwiches. That that's God, God, that's proof God loves us. The meatloaf sandwich. Proof God loves us. Oh. Do you like meatloaf? Um, I love meatloaf. Yeah, I, and I, I would love picture you as a, a meatloaf sandwich sandwich guy. It does seem in my lane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Make that your twenty nine or your twenty twenty goal. Eat a meatloaf sandwich. Guys who wear all denim and cowboy boots eat meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so to type. He's never had a peep. Still. Yep. Never been in an earthquake that he remembers. <laughs> Never had chewy chips ahoy. Never used an exclamation point. <laughs> That's true. Never stepped on a nail. Well, you can go ahead and try to keep that one up. The That's fact a good one. That somebody compiles this is the huh? most hilarious part. Mary, I love you. <laughs> Never had ranch dressing still. Yep. Never peed in a public pool. No. Never been to a 4th of July party I don't you. where they served biscuits. <laughs> What? <laughs> never had sausage in baked beans. Never seen a bald eagle in the wild. Never said turd. No, I have not. Never ordered anything other than sweet and sour pork at a Chinese restaurant. That's true. Never seen Star Wars. Still never lost the game of Jenga. That's right. I'm the world champion. <laughs> never seen a Harry Potter movie. Never said the lesser F word. Flatulence. Yes, that that one. Uh, never spit out his gum or his toothpaste. True. And never worn a whimsical slipper. <laughs> <laughs> You're a stubborn man. Oh, jeez. You gotta have rules to live by. That's right. <laughs> you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You gotta have guardrails yeah. on your life so you don't get out of way out of whack. All right. So, um, <laughs> the really exclamation in... point is an odd one. <laughs> there, there are a lot of odd ones. I see. I just see. I, I when I see them, I think that's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're very reserved. Um, burr, dur, duh. Loving the predictions at the text line 415-295-KFTC. But uh, let's take on April now, shall we? It's clips of the year. You're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. That you is respect. So you ain't getting no respect from me. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. 
<laughs> get up very close to me from behind, lean in, smell my hair, and then plant a slow kiss on the top of my head. And the best tasting cheese was the one exposed to hip hop. Because I don't see how he wins again with the numbers that he has right now. I don't see. <laughs> Have you see seen it. what the Democrats are doing? <laughs> if they beat me with the Green New Deal, I deserve to lose. <laughs> Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show that's going on in Washington right now. First of all, Gail is sitting in the seat of her soul right now. You know, that his cat had been making a mess and that he was skateboarding in the halls oh, and stealing Wi-Fi. Tomorrow's release of the redacted version of the Mueller report is not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end, but it is. The end of the beginning of the investigations of Donald Stop Trump. The hammering. So dramatic. Happy Easter. Enjoy yourselves. And I'm coming down right now to be with you. That's when you guys are supposed to cheer, okay? Even if they are in jail, they're paying their price to society, but that should not take away oh. their inherent American right to participate in our democracy. I don't know what he just said. <laughs> But I like him. That was a gurgly Bernie Sanders. Oh. Not as gurgly last night. I feel like he's not as gurgly since his heart attack. I don't know uh, if there's anything going on there. but Maybe they blew out the pipes while he was under. Another, another guy, a person on the list that had a good night. Bernie had a good night. Practically everybody had a good night. Yang was good. Mm. Are they saying that anybody didn't do well? Most How people thought, do. Most people thought Steyer had his best night for what oh, that's worth. Right. Thanks for the reminder. He was on the stage. How did who do? Uh, Liz. Oh, Liz Warren. She, she got bested by Pete in that stupid exchange over millionaires and billionaires. Well, she bought brought that on her own. Yeah. I mean, she had an Achilles heel and and put it out there for everyone to see Whoops. for some reason. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird coming out of a debate where almost everything I'm seeing is like, oh no, everybody was good. Yeah. Which is uh, something. What does that do to the polls? Uh, the pundit. I have to watch Democratic pundits because I don't get Democratic politics. It's just it's not my thing. I, I don't understand what people want. N- none of that stuff. Almost none of that stuff sounds appealing to me. It all sounds crazy. So <laughs> we're trying to figure out who's going to win the argument with the crowd that right. thinks it sounds not crazy. Right. You know, it's not something I can do. But the pundits seem to think that that, that Biden really had a good night. Less he's, scattered. I heard he's still dominating in the national polls. And you know, if you're if you're up double digits or more. And nobody took you down. That's a win, sure, for the oh, front runner. Yeah. yeah. When okay. is the Iowa vote? In the end of January. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just a few weeks. Can you believe it? Finally. I wonder if everybody's going to go after Mayor Pete because he leads in those early states and forget forget about Joe Biden at the top of the national poll everywhere. Anyway, if nobody's able to land a punch on him, I don't think that encourages more people to try punching him. Right. Though. Right. Pete's got to bring it like Digital Gangsters, my rap group with seven to eight guys on stage. That's a good one. Depending digital on Gangsters. Who can make it? Uh, Army of Cats, my very heavy metal band that dresses as cats and gets chased off the stage by dogs at the end of the show. <laughs> That's an odd riff. The crowd loves it, though. <laughs> oh, man. I, and I send these to my son every year. 
because not only is he a musician and records and puts out music and stuff like that, he and his, his songwriting partner have side projects. They've got like three bands that they write songs for right now. Wow. They're, just, they're amazingly prolific, but they got to use this one for one of them. Blood Farmer. Oof. Oof is right. How about Dollar Store Apples? It's my dance troupe of eight-year-old girls who play oldies and wear saddle shoes. <laughs> Dollar Store Apples. What the hell? <laughs> That's great. we got more clips of the year coming up. There is one particular question during the debate that made me nuts that I want to touch on. Uh, any more predictions for 2020 at 415-295-KFTC, the text line? 415-295-KFTC. I know I got one. Come on up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. From the prediction line, that's what I'm calling the text line today at 415-295-KFTC, your predictions for 2020. Uh, This one out of California, 2020 prediction, Gavin Newsom gets recalled. I'll tell you what. When they start turning the power back off again, come springtime and the windy days, there is going to be somebody's paying a political price. People are going to be crazed about that. I think pyro gas and electric PG and E uh, just announced that it'll take them at least five years to to stop that nonsense. So yeah, people are going to get militant. A few more predictions before we get back to clips of the year. I predict I'm going to weigh ten percent more by January first. <laughs> oh, um. I, I, I think I've gained two pounds in two days, which is not a good trend for the holidays. No, if you put that on a chart and extrapolate. Pound a day. Carry the three. You'll be 500 pounds by the end of the, by, by the presidential election. Great, Scott. Um, uh, some people are taking the predictions seriously. Some people just making jokes, it uh, seem. Not taking it seriously. Uh, I predict that by the 2020 election, the Democrats will have narrowed their field to six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Number of people, good. number of people predicting Trump wins by a landslide. If the election was held today, I think he'd win by a landslide. But who knows what the world will be like come next November? Right. That's why the prediction game is so hard. Twenty twenty prediction: Betty White will not die. Mm. It's an interesting. Someone doesn't die prediction. Nor will Keith Richards. Uh, someone who follows this sort of stuff between SpaceX, Blue Origin, and Virgin Galactic racing to be the first to provide commercial tourists to space. One of them will do it in twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah, that'd be exciting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Biden gets nomination and chooses Buttigieg as a VP. Uh, we were discussing, that announces he'll just stay one term. We were discussing uh, Biden Klobuchar, Sean and I, during the commercials. Attractive I, on a number of levels. I think I'd be pretty surprised if there's not a woman involved in the ticket, either at the top or the second slot. I think that'd be shocking. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, between Biden and uh, Amy, that would be swing state-orific. Um, but, you know, we shall see. They're actually going to do it, so mm-hmm. I don't have to predict it. Yeah. You know, what's the point? Uh, let's. I tell you what, let's, uh, let's make sure we have time for May, ladies and gents. It's uh, the clips of the year. Last month, the record number of families crossed the border. 53,000 people. I just feel like a young man. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. So those diff thongs and triff thongs and dark elves and rising intonation are said to be sexier than the French accent, number seven, by the way, and the Irish accent at number three. 
Trump is a f***ing idiot. It was reported yesterday that Sunday's Game of Thrones episode has become the most tweeted about television episode in history with more than 7.8 million tweets. And just to put that in perspective, the finale of MASH had zero. I'm not addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to what's on my phone. And in a digital cyber era, you don't need a, a bar and a hooker anymore. For the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. I'm over here working round the clock to give you free college, but oh, look in there, Beto O'Dork did parkour in a Starbucks. I've never seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. With some people in negotiations, uh, the best technique is to act half crazy. Have you ever been boot edge edge? Boot edge edge. They say edge edge. And de Blasio makes it an even two dozen, 24 candidates for the Democratic nomination. Well, people have lots of options. Isn't that a good thing? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Today was Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg's 35th birthday, and if you're wondering what he wants, your personal data. I do think having watched Mayor Pete on the stage last night, I think he would be better than maybe anybody running against Trump to say, what does that mean, that edge-edge thing? What what does that mean? What are, what are, you, are you that amused by it? <laughs> what is the point Boot of that edge, comment? edge-edge! Right, yeah, we heard that. <laughs> Uh, he would be good. So uh, I heard the uh, the nasal uh, whinings of AOC in there. It's funny. My buddy Mike the lawyer just texted me something I've been thinking. Where is she? I haven't heard her say or do really anything uh, during the impeachment process. Is she talking less or just getting less attention? I don't know which. Uh, as Nancy said, look, uh, do me a favor. Don't be the face of this. Um, and, and, and we'll give you this in the new year or something. I wonder, because old Rashida Tlaib, who was smiling and dancing, yeah, impeachment, with her staffers, that video went kind of viral the other day, destroying Nancy's whole absolutely laughable narrative that this is a sad day, look, I'm wearing black, this is a mournful day. I mean, she just utterly dynamited it. So I wonder if uh, Nancy asked uh, AOC to keep it down. I'll tell you the part of the debate I hated the most last night was they quoted Barack Obama because apparently he recently said or wrote something about how the world would be so much better if women were in charge of things. We, everything would go so much more smoother. And all the guys up there nodding their heads and everything like that. Oh, and, then, and then some comment about, about a particularly old men and that sort of thing. And I just thought, this sort of thing I hate. I oh, hate yeah. from everyone. Self-flagellation. And well, and, and and all of a sudden, ageism and racism is okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's not a good road to travel down. Oh, no. No, no, matter, no, 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 no. matter what. No, it's you don't understand. Weird. It's okay for me in this way, but only for me and only in this way. So racism is okay, but just in this way. And we, we're so smart and educated and persuasive, we will enforce that. Well, uh, No, you're not. It's what no. you're always saying about why do you have to be anti-man to be pro-women? Yeah, I think there should be more of a balance between men and women in charge of things, but the idea that women are inherently better at things, 
uh, running the world than men. What, what sort of a sexist statement so is Elizabeth, that? Elizabeth Holmes would have been a better president than generic guy. Oh, or, right. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. Warren Buffett. Exactly. Thanks about, for bringing up Elizabeth Holmes. How about oh, all you're in welcome, the, Joe. And her wolf dog. Oh. Come on. Can we all agree on... <laughs> can we all agree on, regardless of your gender or boy. race... It's not a wolf. What? It's the last day of the year. I'll shut up. No, you're right. right. I should shut up. No, No, you're absolutely. I'm sorry I undermined you. I got next year for those stupid rants. I'm a bad person. We'll still be heading down the road of sexism and racism uh, next year. How many drops of blood do you need? A single drop of blood. (laughs) Wow. Um, Damn. You know what? the, The ballless wonders... Dudes who do this. Oh, yeah, guys are stupid. We're so stupid. Women are smarter than the guys who are stupid. You really got to turn in your schwanz. It's what a what a pathetic way to be. The idea that to be pro-woman, you have to be anti I'm willing to say w- women are the equal of men in being leaders, but I'm not going to go farther than that. That sure. would be ridiculous. We need the balance. Of course we do. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Uh, coming up, we got Mayor Pete getting into it at last night's debate, looking for a North Korean Christmas surprise and the germiest thing in your hotel room. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so pleased yeah. you brought us one more of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You go he's, out got the door. A, he's got a special coming yeah. up later. Oh, really? Yes, oh, on yeah. the last day. Yeah. Hey, Marshall, you want to pet my wolf? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking dog. <laughs> Marshall's last day on the Armstrong and Getty Show, and he's going to bring us the germiest thing. Yeah. Huh? Perfect. We love that How sort of thing. <laughs> All on the way, along with Clips of the Year on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Sean, you have some predictions. Somebody with the guts to make a prediction for 2020. I think 5G is going to change uh, the way that many Americans interface with their day-to-day lives in ways both positive and negative. I think there's going to be a lot of good to come with it, but mainly I think there's security flaws that we need to make sure that are there because it's just an increased gateway in the whole Internet of Things mm. thing. Mm. And when there are more ways, and it's just it's it's ripe for, for hacking. Yeah, I do keep Hackers. hearing 5G is going to be huge, and uh, often in ways I'm not smart enough to figure out. I'm not sure I need anything else, but, you know, I... Uh, I, I, I'm looking to unplug, but you know I'm I'm the past. Yep. sweep me out of the way, get rid of me. True, the modern human needs the way clear. We got a prediction. I just came across this from a, a CIA guy who's uh, been in charge of running North Korea for uh, for years on what he thinks is going to happen in 2020. Now that's a prediction. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass that along to you coming up. Yeesh. I have my bold prediction coming up as cool. well. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, at the Democratic debate last night, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete uh, managed to draw a lot of fire at that uh, debate in Los Angeles. You had Amy Klobuchar going after Pete for his lack of major political experience. I think winning matters. I think a track record of getting things done matters. And I also think showing our party that we can actually bring people with us, have a wider tent, have a bigger coalition, and yes, longer coattails, that matters. Thank you, Senator. I got to respond to that. I got to respond to that. Senator, I I know that, that if you just go by vote totals, maybe what goes on in my city seems small to you. If you want to talk about the capacity to win, try putting together a coalition 
to bring you back to office with 80% of the vote as a gay dude in Mike Pence's Indiana. No! You played that one well. There you go. All right. Turn that one around. (laughs) David Axelrod, Obama's old campaign manager, said last night, he said it's become clear that Amy Klobuchar actually dislikes Pete Buttigieg. Hmm. Wonder why? Now I'm interested because he's a the Midwesterner stealing her, her thunder. Or what, what's going on? Here? I think she maybe thinks he is what a lot of young people think, which is a much more calculating guy than he lets on. That he's a, a phony, super ambitious. Um, you know, it, he would be the perfect like obnoxious college Republican if he were a Republican. He's, he's that sort of guy. Wears a, a blue blazer to class and lectures people. You know, that sort of guy, but he's a Democrat. That's the way a lot of young people see him, I've become aware. And, Jack, you mentioned North Korea. Well, the U.S. is closely watching for a North Korean Christmas surprise. Signs of a possible missile launch or nuclear test in the coming days that officials are are pretty sure is going to be happening. Okay, well, let me get to that prediction then, yep. since that's in the uh, dispatch today, as they interviewed... Um, this guy, his last name is Klinger. 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 Uh, he was <laughs> he was a former top CIA official covering North Korea for quite a while. Um, and he says we're no further along with North Korea than we were 18 months ago. But you could argue five years ago, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago. Right. Which is always your point. Mm-hmm. He expects North Korea to make a move testing anything from a medium to intermediate range missile to a nuke or ICBM. In the coming weeks, mm. they're going to up the escalation ladder, whether it's Christmas Day for this Christmas present or the end of the year, sometime in January, that we don't know, but possibly an ICBM. Wow. Holy cow. Wow. Merry Christmas. Here's some fission. <laughs> and he said the only question is, how do we react to that? How does Trump react to that, and how should we react to that? And God, I don't know. Can you let a country that's got nuclear weapons test ICBM missiles? vowing to attack the West Coast and obliterate Los Angeles? Do you just assume that they wouldn't do it? Well, you have analysts try to figure out whether they'd do it. It's better than assuming, but not a lot better. (laughs) There's no solving the North Korea problem. You know, you want a a prediction? We're going to continue to sanction them best we can. The world will join in. China will help them cheat. Mm -hmm. North Korea develops a nuclear arsenal, and we just have to live with it like we live with Pakistan and some other you know, asshole uh, countries that have nukes. Well, I tell you, not good days for Boeing. Boeing's new Starliner capsule was on its way to the International Space Station. It was blasted off today. It ran into trouble and went off course in orbit minutes after blasting oh, off. Oh, no, really? Yep. This is first test flight, a crucial dress rehearsal for next year's inaugural launch with astronauts heading to the space station. Well, now... Was Boeing in charge of the rocket or just the capsule? Because uh, the, the capsule, I know, is a Boeing product. If yeah. the rocket went sideways and it wasn't their doing, it's an ass fill. Yeah, not great. Yeah, no, not at all. It was, and it was, it was filled with Christmas gifts for the astronauts. Oh, oh. so that's extra sad. Yes. All right, everybody's heard. One of them always going to get a pony. <laughs> Everyone's heard the horror stories Ponies in space. <laughs> Everyone's heard the horror stories about the hidden germs in hotel rooms. But what is the worst spot? Well, you got congresswomen sitting bare naked on a chair. Yeah, come on. Well, University of Minnesota researchers have discovered that upholstered chairs are often the grossest. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. 
They explain chairs can <laughs> often be made of hard-to-clean fabric and upholstery and definitely are not cleaned in the same manner as sheets and towels. It's a sick enough. All right, they're not going to steam clean with some sort of right. wand the the dang chair. Right. God, I've got to just... It's an, uh, uh, an exercise in mental discipline every time I'm in a hotel room not to think about it. The bed spread and the chairs and everything, all the naked heinies that have been on them. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the person who used the room before you could have used the chair to air out dirty clothing should be enough to convince you to avoid sitting on it or in the case of the one congresswoman... Sitting on the uh, chair. What, what are you, you going to do? Naked. Just stand in the middle of the room and sleep like a horse and then walk out again in the morning? Yeah. I bring some mountain climbing gear and suspend myself from the ceiling. Right, exactly. I just hang there and sleep. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, they know. They never have a an end, and so you should, really, on these stories. Yeah, right. hotel rooms are gross. If you stop and think about it, it's disgusting. But what? Don't stay in hotels? I'm going to stay in a hotel, so Hover. what are we going to do? Right, yeah, it's, that's why God gave you an immune system. All right, so uh, favorite show of the year. It's the Clips of the Year show. Let's take a fond look back at the year that was. This is June, Clips of the Year. Joe Biden is a low IQ individual. He probably is. That's been many months in the making right there. I am now facing the fight of my life against the ultimate Goliath, the Trump administration. You know who got me elected? I got me elected. My sweet Mildred. In the faraway distance, one could hear the rumble of the artillery and the brrrp, brrrp of machine gun fire. And those of you who have lived in liberty, remember those who made it so on the shores of Normandy. This should be a lot of fun. I got a little good and even to do. Do something usually means get the government to do something. Doing nothing means let the market do the wondrous things that it can do. But if you built a chaos factory, you can't dodge responsibility for the chaos. I think that we have a addiction crisis that's being disguised as a housing crisis. Um, and the results you can see on the streets, it's absolutely not working and it's a catastrophe. And that is why tonight I stand before you to officially launch my campaign for a second term as President of the United States. That was a great line. I, I can't believe I'd forgotten it. We've got an addiction crisis that's masquerading as a housing crisis. Yeah. That's, yep. that's a good line for the whole homeless thing. What was that uh, clip? That was the, I believe it was the world record for number of balloons popped with a single nail. It had oh, like some weird yeah. extra caveat uh, on good, that. Good, good for you. <laughs> that's a real achievement. And uh, who was that saying, I'm in the fight of my life, David against Goliath? Was that Michael Avenatti? You know damn well yeah. it was. Yes. Yeah, mm. I can't remember all this stuff, but yeah, Avenatti. Is he in jail right now? Nope. No, he's headed there. Yeah. 
That was the year of Avenatti. I actually, what was I on the other day? I ended up. Oh, I was on an old uh, episode of Larry King, and he was interviewing uh, Dennis Miller. Larry King's show is really good, by the way. I've the I've, new one. Yeah, really. It's on some website, uh, but it's really good. He gets great guests, and he's still a great interviewer. But anyway, Dennis Miller Napolitan was on. Napolitan ice cream is better without the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Miller was on, and it was an old episode, so it went way back to Trump had just been elected and uh, or had just be taken office, and they're a little ways into it. And um, uh, Larry King says, "So the Democratic field, who, who do you think will run against Trump?" And he said, oh, "I don't know this." Michael Avenatti's got a lot of juice right now. You know, people are talking about him as the nominee. Beautiful. I don't see it, but and I thought, wow, that's how far we were yeah. on Michael Avenatti. People were talking about him as a presidential candidate, the nominee. Yeah. And he's just a complete low-level crook. Oh, yeah. He is the worst sort of scumbag. Driving around in a, in a, in a Lambo with other people with, with, with maxed-out credit cards. I mean, that's just the dumbest kind of crimes. Oh, yeah, ripping off all his clients, pausing only to slap around his girlfriend. How long do you think you're going to pull that off? I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it. Stealing (laughs) stealing from Stormy Daniels, who's like the toast of the mainstream media. Just steal from all your clients but her. How about that? But no, he's too stupid. My favorite thing that Dennis Miller said to repolitics was... Trump is fascinating then in that I think his inside voice, his his inner voice and his outer voice are the same. What he's thinking is that he says out loud. Yes. He said, I'm not sure Hillary Clinton's inner voice and outer voice have ever had a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty good line. That's good. More clips of the year on the way and want to hear your predictions for 2020 on the text line at 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Interesting. A prediction on the prediction line. The prediction line today is 415-295-KFTC, what you're predicting for 2020. I predict we regret 5G, huh. uh, probably in the way that I regret the Internet, although most people don't regret the Internet. I'm a, I'm a Luddite. Uh, my, my prediction for the new year is that Jack and Joe will finally read one of my poignant and insightful text messages on the air. There you go. I predict the Baltimore Ravens will beat the New Orleans Saints in the Super Bowl. I was expecting more sports predictions. Huh. That's that's absolutely a valid possibility. The Ravens are scary. More of those on the way. But the Joe's bird got, as well as the football team. Joe's got his Never predictions. Nevermore, et cetera. Yes, um, here's my prediction. And I should have written it out so I could get it exactly right. I believe, finally... Awareness will grow to the point that America has a crisis with its university system. I hope you're right. More and more people are catching on, including young people, to the fact that it is now an inexplicably and bizarrely overpriced, low-impact indoctrination factory. Where not much is learned and a hell of a lot of money changes hands. And and we will have a crisis as a nation trying to figure out what to do about it. I think that's it's. I think it's coming to a head. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. Boy, this is a good one. Before we get to another Eclipse of the Year that hopefully will be funny, because this one's a bit of a downer. 
My prediction, next year we'll find out some important government organization is wasting billions of dollars while simultaneously abusing our civil civil liberties. Congress will haul the leaders up and question them for a day while they answer smugly. No one will ever be fired, nothing will change, and there will be no accountability. I'm certain of this prediction, prediction because it happens every year. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Accurate and well said. Uh, let's lighten the mood, shall we? It's a fun look back at the year that was. It's July, Clips of the Year. That AOC and this crowd are a bunch of communists. They hate Israel. They hate our own country. You're not God or my father or my boss. That there is time, uh, if only briefly in this busy morning, to think of those three men and the burdens and the hopes that they carry on behalf of all mankind. Here is the thing that is happening in the kind of mega politics. This is the breakup of the traditional parties as we see them. The event is called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Maybe not, but they can stop some of you. He goes home now to mommy and he gets reprimanded and that's the end. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. Didn't mean to embarrass you, mom. My perfect, perfect uh, sex life. And I think in this generation, we need a, a deeper level of emotional and psychological rebonding. Well, I look at you this morning and I ask myself, do you look daunted? Do you feel daunted? I don't think, I don't think you look remotely daunted. DMV is the retail face of government. Given my role as a prosecutor, there are reasons why my testimony, testimony will necessarily be limited. Yes, no, correct, true, no, correct, thank you. Perpetuated injustice. I take your question. Gentlemen, time has expired. The witness may answer the question. I take your question. What? You put it in a paper sack, lit it on fire, dropped it on our porch, rang the doorbell, and ran. The Democrats had nothing, and now they have less than nothing. In your investigation, did you think that this was a single attempt by the Russians to get involved in our election, or did you find evidence to suggest they'll try to do this again? Oh, it wasn't a single attempt. They're doing it as we sit here. I have these notes, but I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! (laughs) That's got to be in the show intro, doesn't it? You know what's interesting about that Mueller report stuff was, wasn't it the day after Mueller's testimony when it all just everybody kind of went, oh, okay, well, that's a nothing, that the Ukraine phone call happened? Wasn't yes, it the next it was day? almost immediately after, yeah. yeah. Wow, he's out of the woods. Absolutely. And then nice. back in the woods. <laughs> yes, more woods. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a clown at the edge of those woods. Uh, prediction for 2020 on the text line, James Comey, John Brennan, James Clapper, and Peter Strzok will all be indicted. I don't know about that, but I still think there is some hell to come when that next report comes out. I think James Comey starts a podcast in 2020. That's my prediction. (laughs) His reputation will continue to be battered throughout 2020, no doubt. I like this one. For 2020, Kanye West goes full on on the second coming of Christ. What? Well, if he's in one of his manic phases. Yeah, the thing about Kanye, you have to realize it's all in play. Yeah, it's all possible. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yep, yep. Among the uh, band names we came up with in 2019, Atmospheric River, 
This is our soft rock band, Kenny G on sax and Richard Marks on vocals. That does sound like something you'd... Just put on Atmospheric River and we'll sit here and watch it rain. Heartful of Scorpions, Marshall's band. Transient Anus. Oh, Ooh. my. <laughs> Fast Growth Chicken, Joe's <laughs> Southern Rock Band. <laughs> Mesi- mosquito Testes, Waterfall of Excrement, Army of Turtles, and phal- Phalanx of Reptiles. Who opens for Army of Turtles? Well, they should on this tour. <laughs> oh, oh, beautiful! Uh, let's see. Among our uh, autobiographical tomes, or, or you know what, our, our original air names. Do we have time for this? That Mar- Mary and the Hose compiled. Uh, these are what we claimed in the past year were our original air names: misinformation and malice, religious and prissy, <laughs> astounding and disappointing, deluded and pathetic. <laughs> Glum and exhausted, (laughs) bribery and chicanery, frivolous and vexatious, loose and stupid, irreverent and contrary, the den of ugliness. We were like the morning zoo. (laughs) Right, yeah, just kind of a a a concept. Hey, welcome to the den of ugliness. Honk, honk, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast flakes, double disservice, collapsing of its own stupidity. And Armstrong and Getty, a couple of great disappointments. <laughs> wow, that, that's unnecessarily frank. Uh, funny or serious. I'm interested in serious predictions. What do you predict is going to happen in 2020 with the election, with sports, with politics, some big thing? Are we okay with predicting deaths, or are you anti that? Go, go ahead. I, uh, if you'd like, it's on you. I got one. You ghoul. I got one. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 